and welcome to Mystical Cynical. My name is Darren. And I'm Jamie. Hey, hold on a second. Are we doing like a, is this a somber episode? <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, who knows where it's going to go? <laughs> Certainly a somber time, but it's, it's not, but it's not, it's, we're laughing. Yeah, I know. And I always feel really good about the fact that you're able to do that in spite of whatever's happening in life, oh, that, that there is a level of like, this isn't serious. None of this is serious it's so at funny all. that you say that because that's during this difficult time, that's been such a staple mixed with like, I mean, I'm finding that, that like, um, what I'm in right now would probably warrant an excuse to just like be on the couch yeah, and yeah. be a block. Kind of hold up and, and yeah, cut yourself off from everybody. Yeah, exactly. And instead you be a blob. <laughs> yeah. It's fair. It's yeah. <laughs> accurate. Um, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> a blob, a blob with a license to chill. <laughs> yes, oh, that's like a '90s T-shirt with like a real radical font. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, instead, you're instead, here talking I'm, to the people. Yeah, like <clears throat> my my level of activity this weekend, even and and uh, even last week. I mean, I didn't tell. <laughs> okay, so I guess well, yeah. So, so, uh, so Jamie doesn't share stories with me. We, you and me as the listener get to hear these things for the first time. So when Jamie and I see each other, it's a very, hi, how are you? But don't give any more yeah. than that. You'll spoil the show. God forbid. It's so true. Yeah. Uh, no, and we have like our after hours. We, well, I think, we, I think we we're both, I think material we're with each other. It's so funny. I think we're both, uh, very conscious of like when we're talking, I mean, that's a, that's obviously hyperbole what I said. We do, we <laughs> yeah. do talk every now and then, but yeah. <laughs> it's reserved. And I think that we're both super conscious of like, Oh yeah. Oh, I'm not going to tell you that. Not because you know, I want to save it for the show, but yeah. it's not, it doesn't leave us with an awkward, uh, just nothing to say to each other. Oh yeah. Like, oh, enough, like it used yeah. to, like used to <laughs> we yeah. might like even avoid each other yeah. completely. Yeah. Because of our inability to to differentiate between right. what's yeah, what's, and that's why I was having like an identity yeah. conch, uh, you know uh, crisis and <laughs> quit the show or <laughs> fucking ruin the show, whatever happened there. I'll tell you what I I, I said to, before I came over here. I smoked yeah. a little bit of weed as I've been kind of doing. Yeah, uh, and I'm I've while you were talking, I had one of those moments of. Whew, because <laughs> i started thinking about how oh, yeah. anyway this is a bit of a tangent but i was yeah. talking to jamie before the show about how i want to take pictures of him i have a camera i have a camera with a new lens that i'm excited about i want to kind of like get a little bit better with it and so mm-hmm. i wanted to offer to take pictures of jamie and as you're talking i'm staring at your face i'm like man you just have such a fun face to photograph I mean, there's like <laughs> so I? much going on so i was just like uh, i go oh, hold on you're you're going down <laughs> you're going down a thought path oh you started not listening to jamie yeah you started yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like moving all sorts of angles i'm like oh i could take it from that and i go oh you got a big old nose <laughs> that's a throwback to season one for yeah. the folks who haven't uh, been following along <laughs> you know some people start uh, have started the show at the end and are working their way back to the beginning wow which i almost feel like is is a good thing because we're in our prime right now well, yeah we are because the first i ep- mean going literally in reverse yes yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a trip. And I mean, it's it's bold to yeah. not to not necessarily get a sense of who our personalities are and jump in and be like, oh, I'll just listen to two people who I have no idea about them talk. And I feel yeah. like we get, I feel like you get a sense of our personalities right, right off away. the get anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a fun, I mean, God, it, that's the thing that's overwhelming when I listen back to the show during either the editing phase or every once in a while i don't do it anymore that's okay if you do <laughs> yeah, I know. well it is, it's kind of tough to like you know like what 
Well, I I often when I listen back, I hear you know what I do oh, is yeah. I I say things you know I I don't remember anything we've talked about yeah like, me either and so I listen to it for the first time basically and I'll say something and I'll take like a pause and then in my mind I'll say what I'm going to say next because I kind of know what I'm going to say when I'm speaking you know yeah. so I, I I can can predict what I'm going to say and so yeah. I'm like start to kind of get into this weird rhythm with yourself. Of yeah. like, yeah, that's how what I would say in that conversation. Oh, now I feel like I'm getting high. <laughs> too high. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, hold on. You're we, moving your hand too much when you're talking to me. We digressed. It's really warm in here. Is it? Yeah. Okay, hold on one second. <laughs> um, Jamie would normally cut this part out, but I'm gonna keep talking to a degree that's um valuable enough for it to not be cut out. And it's a little bit strange to just talk into a microphone all alone, but sometimes you're in a position to do that. And what I wanted to say, Jamie doesn't need to hear, be here for that, is that I think that the fart button should be employed in more uh, traditionally austere settings such as the UN Council or negotiations <laughs> with Ukraine and Russia. Everybody should have the ability to hit a fart button at any point, break up, break up the, the heaviness. I will not cut this out. No, was I was told you I was going to make it. Yeah, if you're not no, that out. was no, great. Yeah. Just sit here fucking not talking. Should we release? Is that, oh, that could be like, I just saw that you're releasing a new item today. Object. Object. <laughs> could this be the new object, the mystical, cynical fart uh, button? Oh, like you actually produce these things? Yes. I mean, I'll talk to my guys at Alibaba and see what we can do. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, okay. yes, 100%. Hold yeah. on, don't talk. Okay. That was, yeah, that was nice. I like it's Kurt at the end. I mean, it sounds like a squirt and then it goes Kurt. Squirt, a squirt Kurt. I love that we still dissect the sound of this fart after like all a, this time. It's like a connoisseur. Although, yeah, it's a salmonier. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so there was something you did this weekend that you didn't tell me about. Oh, my hand hit that by accident. I swear to God. This, this is so great that we're recording this. Because this is, I think, kind of probably what's going on all the time. And we're just open antenna receivers yeah. of the kind of laughter and... Uh, thought and doubt and like all it's all, all over the place yeah. I mean, this is insight as to what it is inside my head right um also i love you told me the other day or yesterday that i um i'm the only person that can make you laugh i know that was like you know yeah some said, exaggeration but no i said you're one of the only did um, i say the no i did say the other. <laughs> well you <laughs> are the only person at the moment uh at the moment yeah. but that uh <laughs> that's that feeds me that is like that oh. feels like one of my uh, purposes in life is to bring laughter to people. Yeah. And, and that, f that feels like a really like kind of uh, self-important thing to say, but, or at least it, maybe it's not my purpose, but it's my, the thing I enjoy the most is yeah. to make people laugh. So I, yeah. the fact that I know I make you laugh, it, it makes me want to make you laugh. Oh, perfect. So, yeah, 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 because yeah. it's like a massage. <clears throat> nice. That's what it feels like. I feel like I just stepped into a massage. And yeah. even when you walked in and like, the the mic wasn't hot yet. Well, I mean, I'm. Did you like that this technical is, term? Yeah, that's pretty good for those folks who aren't familiar. That's. Um, I like uh, I like the show until they started getting really technical. They were speaking all this tech talk. When you open that door, yeah. I mean, I am literally walking on stage. Like the moment the doors open, oh, yeah. I'm already performing. Like I've already thought about something. I thought about that what I was going to say to you, what my opening yeah. line was going to be when I walked in. I mean, yeah. like, well, you might as well. I mean, I've I've had the. 
the camera at times on the door. You never know. You never. Yeah, know you never know. Like yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This hour is like, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a goddamn show. So this weekend, okay. So <clears throat> that was a eight minute digression from from the initial story that was going to start the podcast. Well. Yeah, yeah. So my dad, my dad, has had over the course of this show, it's been documented that my father has been attempting to fix a issue in his back a very specific issue and i think it's spine related but it's just it's a back issue backs are complex they are yeah well and the and so that (laughs) yeah they're complex and so is this universe and that backs in this universe very similar (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was like uh the you know the the little dipper is like a spine or something correct so so he went through one, and then that was supposed to do it in there back, was like no, back surgery, like, backs, yeah, like a just, like a surgery, a very specific one, yeah. And uh, I don't think they usually do general back surgery; <laughs> just kind of the whole area, fix the whole area. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. So, th- so then it, it was supposed to make things better. Now, now I talk about the 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 very specific part because yeah. Lacey's dad at the same time was going through this very specific back. Issue. Do you know what it is? I don't know. The I name know what it is. What is it? Boomer back. <laughs> it's all of the trauma from the previous generation. Just right in a very specific area in oh, the back. Dude. <clears throat> so true. And we'll get, and, and uh, Oh, I'm starting to not like it when podcasts say, and we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I hear that all the time, and then they don't get into it. You're right. And that's probably We us. probably wouldn't either. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, you alluded to something yesterday when you became the mystic, um, uh, when I ran into you. It was so funny. But anyway, so this very specific back thing, they're both going through at the same time. They've never met. And that's just a proximity thing and just yeah. like, oh, whatever. As you get older, it's... Just, Old white men. Yeah. Back problems. <laughs> Who would have thought? No, we're just not meeting. <laughs> yeah. Just not meeting in six years. Oh, that's know? that. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, that, never yeah that's funny. Yeah, And yeah. then they're going through this thing at the same exact time. And so my dad's a little ahead. So he gets to go through it first and preview what it's going to be like for Lacey's dad. Yeah. And they start talking. They build a relationship over the phone and uh-huh. through this. My father's first one, just enormous setbacks. Like it didn't, he didn't heal properly or whatever. And, and it was just like disheartening. And then he didn't know what he was going to do next. And he was kind of already disheartened going into it. Which is crazy because that adds to the whole experience of like, dude. The, the I actually the back picked thing, up a, one of that the, down the road the little tr- weird gift area we yeah. call it or the trash area. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is funny. I just realized now there's this, like, a corner a couple blocks from our house that people put. You know, it's kind of like a donation corner. Yeah. Sometimes it's like it's garbage without a sign. <laughs> yeah, without a in sign. A, it's in just a, kind in of an empty nod, lot. nod, wink, wink. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that's what empty lots attract. It's I just guess like, so. I have a mattress. I'm going to put this mattress here. Right. Um, but I realized that there's a mystical cynical sticker on that yes. telephone pole. Right. I'm just kind of tying that together. Yeah, right on yes, the low. On the low. Right, on the low. Um, but there was a box of, of National Geographics. I grabbed a couple, and there's an article, which I've yet to read, but it's about the power of thought, power of, you know, prayer, oh. placebo, all these yes. things. And so, yeah, just, you know, kind of on, on the, the back on that as tip. well. Like, yeah. yeah, 100%. And there's this guy, Dr. Sarno, who, like, who um, was a regular doctor and figured out that that his issue was, and it, to say spiritual is, like, very heavy, but, like, it was this... It was a, it was a mind issue, mm-hmm. and then once he worked with his mind in a certain way, he his 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 back was fixed, and 
and he's been like he wrote a book about it. And nice. It's so simple. It's called yeah. like how to he- like healing back pain, but very, it's like very he's specific helped- back pain. <laughs> but he helped like Howard Stern and yeah, and uh, your and- body's fine. It's your brain that's fucked up. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. It is. Yeah, exactly. And and I know that because over the last few days, I've been having immense back pain and it's like it's insane and it's right in the area that my dad described or whatever and you pointed that out yesterday yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. um so anyway he he went through that one and it didn't go well Mm -hmm. and i don't know what that did for Lacey's dad but um they're kind of building this relationship and 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 her dad's like you know wanting to know certainly about how this is going but like being really trepidatious and and seeing it as like oh wow it didn't go well i don't want to like pry i'd love to be <laughs> in in those thought processes <laughs> oh, fly in the wall on that so they went through the, he went through the one then john then lacy's dad went through his and his also was a long recovery but he recovered and and things are going well and what is recovery just like laying up Totally. I mean, that alone. Whatever that state alone. of mind you're in yeah. at that time, yes. whatever you haven't worked through or whatever you are It ain't getting worked out on row. that orthopedic <laughs> fucking mattress, that's for sure. <laughs> no. God damn, dude. Watching CNN. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, 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 it's immense. And so you got to take care of your mind mm-hmm. throughout your life, you know, for moments like this. And that's, and I guess that's essentially where I find myself now. But so my dad went under the knife again, did a second one. And that was like inconceivable doing another one, like having to. Oh uh, yeah, right. Of course, you know. And then he did it, and they give him drugs for that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it it didn't go well some? again. <laughs> it didn't go well again. No, Fuck. yeah. And so he's been in this long term <clears throat> thing of like now what to do. And and is I, it pa- is he in pain from it? Yeah, he's in constant pain. Be, right? And then he's like not wanting to be on this pain medication sure. and not you know and 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 he and I have done significant work in this last interim between between his second one not going well i can honestly say and if you've listened to this show from the beginning and and the complications that i've had in my heart and like and wanting to connect are all resolved Mm -hmm. i go into this time that i'm in right now with this i I don't there aren't things that i need to say or that i feel like he does Mm -hmm. you know um why don't you rub it in (laughs) Those who have who are listening from episode, from the latest episode all the way back to the beginning, my father, I had a very tenuous relationship with. There were things that got left unsaid, and then he died. Yeah, but you did say thank you, which is a very powerful. I know, thing and to I, say. I, I of course <laughs> no, but it's a great joke. For, you know, it's also f- like this is so ridiculous, but yeah. you you know with with everything that's going on with your dad, and and considering you know whether it's this or he gets to live another twenty years, your, yeah. your dad's going to die yeah. eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it's not very soon, but yeah. I feel like, oh, cool! I can make dead dad jokes now. <laughs> <laughs> like that feels like that uh, that 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 part. I know that sounds really crass, <laughs> and I know my mom listens to the show. And I, God, I hope that doesn't. But no. what it does, what it, what I mean by that is that it's like a, it's like a, it's not, it's not a taboo subject. Someone's oh, life yeah. anymore, you yeah. know? Like obviously, I want to be respectful, but being respectful of the dead, you know, blah blah blah, all these things. That's just like. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. He's, in a, he's better. He's like he's better. He's in a much better place. Like not. Being I think you have Buddhist. that with a practicing Buddhist anyway. Yeah. Like with the practicing Buddhist, you can pretty much do that because there is no self to at at, at their core. And if they are, um, you know, acting offended for the moment, yeah. Like 
so they're, they're teaching sad. down the line. Yeah, because they're, they're <laughs> so, sad about the person being right. gone. But and I'm that's not true. The person that's who's true. gone, they get the freedom of not being here, not hearing any of this shit, not getting a offense. Could you be offended as a soul and up in the ether? No. I don't. I, I mean, I'm choosing not to think so. No, I don't yeah. think you can. Okay, great. Well, it's amazing that <laughs> we're even experience. talking about something else beyond here. Yes. You know? um, Sorry. So, was, no, uh, no, it's great. <laughs> Are you kidding? This is all perfect. Um, so last week... So I talked about the Easter get together, and that was a he- that was a um, a heavier one because my dad had this. He was going in for a third surgery, to, and he's going in with new doctors. When I when I saw my dad on Sunday on Easter, um, he was by himself for a moment, and I approached, and it was really nice, and just kind of it's really nice because he he. He was by himself, but that used to mean like what's going on is too much and mm. I just need to, or whatever. And and maybe there's some of that, but I think that he was creating also a moment and I'm just assuming he was creating, he knew that I would be, I don't know. I'm choosing no, 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 to No, I think this. it's fine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I honestly can relate to that because I'll, I will do something similar where you're kind of uh-huh. like, you're, you want, you have an, or you have a desire for something to happen. Well, why don't you facilitate that? Yeah. Go be in a place where someone can come over. It's like, it's set it's the an, stage. Exactly. 100%. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it felt that way. And so I, and I found him and it was just he and I, and on the approach, I had all those little kid feelings mm. of like walking toward your father and kind of like, I, I want to say the right thing. Like, yeah. like all that. And then it was just, I saw that as like a, a flash mm-hmm. like of something that used to be. And then I just walked up and sat down next to him and none of that was there anymore. And I knew that I could just ask him what I needed to ask him, which was like, Hey, what's your mindset like yeah. going into this? How, so, how much did, has he gone in or is it, was it some, some time out between Eastern? Oh, surgery? how many? It was probably four months, five months. Oh, no, I mean the oh. for the third surgery. When you saw oh. him on Sunday, when's his third surgery? Oh, Wednesday. It was the Wednesday of, after Easter. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Easter Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's probably... There's probably Palm some, Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, um, so... So he, he was like, I'm not thinking about it, actually, which is odd for me. It was like, it was just different. It was mm-hmm. not odd. Like, it was just, um, he normally thinks a lot about it. And he's like, I'm not thinking about it a whole lot. And I, I was curious further about that. And I just said, well, do you, do you have, it, do you have uh, a lot of faith in your, in your surgeons? Do you have a lot of faith in the people who are, are, are going to be operating? Do they have a lot of enthusiasm about this so you can chill. And he said, yeah. He's like, yeah, actually. They're like, we're going to get it this third time. Third time's a charm, baby. We're going to get it. We got this. <laughs> yeah. He said they're young and they're from UCLA and it's a whole different team. And they're yeah. like, they're doing it a different way and all this. And uh, I wish I knew anything about backs to know, like to have a sense of like, oh, he's got a whatever, whatever. Like, yeah. To even understand what went wrong yeah. in that very delicate area, but also very durable. It's a very durable but sensitive yeah. area. Like, is it a nerve? Is it like a yeah, vertebrae the first or time, something? Yeah, the first time I know. And Not that is, I would even understand what that is. Well, the nerves were traumatized. Oh, okay. And I've never heard of that. Yeah. But I guess from the first surgery, the nerves were traumatized and they were just reluctant to mm. to return to functionality. Right. And so he's in this like place where like, it's like his nerves have PTSD and they're oh, just like shit. in a catatonic state basically is what yeah. the first one was like. So you just see the body's response, not, you know, 
And I think the second time, very similar. It just didn't fix the issue. Yeah. And so he found himself like, I, I remember visiting with him a couple months ago and it was where I noticed this, this absolute change in him, which was kind of like both heartbreaking and beautiful because he was at peace. He was mm-hmm. kind of like, it seemed like leading up to this, this third surgery that just transpired, he was, he was like kind of working with his body in a new way and kind of having a lot of acceptance around it. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, and I would bring up to him like, Hey, I just feel you're really relaxed. He's so funny. We we're playing cards. And he was like the charismatic guy that I think my mother originally. Oh, wow. To. Yeah. Like somebody I've heard about and that I've seen glimpses of, but it was mixed in with fear because it's your father and sure. you know, and they're this looming figure, but yeah, I was able to, to be just like see it. Objective of like, Oh, yeah. what a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Charming guy. Yeah. I'd fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then here he is playing cards and he's making all these jokes and he's, the Italian side of him's kind of coming out and like, oh like, yeah, <laughs> just got my ghoul. I'm not on. No, more like subtle mafia, like like <laughs> throw out a little thing that's so dry, yeah, and everybody just is dying, yeah, you know. And he was doing that a bunch, and I and I said, is it? I've noticed, and this was a couple months ago. I noticed it like you're loose, and and I said, is it the acceptance? around this he said that's, exactly that's the drugs baby yeah <laughs> no he's, acceptance yeah um, he had come but off after of- the second time he came out of it shortly after and and was like fuck this didn't work or is it yeah. like enough enough time went by to like and then they were prescribing pt uh yeah uh, yeah it's like well yeah the surgery itself wasn't gonna fully fix you so gotta let's contribute to the healing yeah and, th- that yeah. kind of thing and then he was working <clears throat> with the best of that and it yeah. was still this thing and so he met with this new team they were all enthusiastic and, and he was like, I'm, I'm going to do it again. And, and so in this conversation, you know, I, I'm asking him, you know, do you believe in them? Is that how you're able to rest a bit? And he's like, yeah, they're excited about it. And I feel really great about that. And, and I told him the thing that I think I've probably talked about on here or somewhere, but just that, that the original people of, of this land, you know, the indigenous uh, the villages, like there was always a medicine person and you'd go to that person and they would ask you about your imagination mm-hmm. first. Can you see yourself getting better? And that that meant something and that then they could prescribe anything because what, like what we're talking about, you doesn't matter. your mind. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And so there's a sugar pill. And he loved that. And it, I just wanted to give him something sacred yeah. going into it. Just like one to insert because, you know, there's stats and graphs and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's all that stuff that's beyond comprehension. Like I said, if, even just from like a, from a medical standpoint of like, I don't really understand what's going on here. And that's like where I think the worry comes in of just like, oh, yeah. I don't understand this. It's overwhelming. Yeah. And so to, to, to really reduce it to uh, its, its form of, of positivity and go, I want, I'm going to feel better. I know it's like, it's, yeah. I'm, as I'm saying, and I'm like, God, to be scared about something and just be like, I'm not going to be scared about that. I'm going right. to think the best way. It's like our minds, you, it's a lot to contend with. When you get beaten into it. Yes. That's what I, always happens with me is that like the surrender, um, surrenders become more accessible and more easy based on how hard life has been and has beaten you into a moment of, of supreme surrender. Mm. Then you can access it more because you've already kind of lost everything. Yeah, for sure. You've just lost. So you would recommend everybody bottom out on skid row. uh, (laughs) It's been good to me. I have to say (laughs) best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, That's great. So, so he's kind of in that place and we're having a connection and it's so sweet. 
And it's like he, I've given him something that he's touched into that maybe no one has. And and that wasn't the plan as much as just giving him something mm-hmm. to add to the kaleidoscope of of his experience. And uh, so anyway, so so Wednesday comes along. Surgery goes well. It's a long one. It was going to be mm-hmm. a longer one than anyone. It's seven hours, something Jesus like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then and they go, we did the thing that we wanted to do. Yeah. It's super stoked. And like four in the morning after, you know, a few hours of recovery from the surgery, they he can't breathe. And so they're, they rush him into the ICU, which is where he's been. Today's Monday. So since Wednesday, oh, he's been tubed in the ICU, completely sedated as oh if in God. like a coma, like uh, medically sedated. And because the swelling... Like everything went well in the thing, but like the swelling from a body, you know, you can't, you can't like account for how much there's going to be. And it's like blocking his airway. So it's, it's a result of, of of likely the, the, the trauma and difficulty of having a third back surgery. Your body's kind of going into some level of shock and self-preservation or or some kind of defense thing. And that's, that's what it manifested into. It's swelling and going really slow and not (sighs) healing fast. Wait, what's swelling? Um, the, is where it, they've cut and just oh, all okay. the swelling from the surgery pushed on his oh. breathing. Oh right? gosh. So there's two kinks. So there's a blood clot that's also blocking mm. his airway. So they, so, so he's been in that and Friday was my teacher's death day. And so I'm, I find myself a few days ago on this Friday, it was April 22nd. I find myself on, you know, sitting with, uh, spiritually, uh, like my spiritual father mm-hmm. and then my father are like, are both in this day of this doorway of like, and here I am yeah. sitting with it. And all of this doesn't even take into account like, um, my state of mind going into this, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I've been on quite a run for a while of of uh, of you know sessions and and creating the the lead of Thursday night group. Yeah, and yeah, how much that. Jamie time? Yeah, and then kids on the weekends. Giving, and so, giving, giving. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, so I, there I am. And here's what's great is that this little monster Buddhism that lives in me. It's very hungry and it gobbles up like all of life's bullshit. It, it and it doesn't make it feel better. It doesn't do that, but it doesn't add anything to it, mm. and it doesn't take anything away from it necessarily. It just allows it to be what it is. And so Friday, I'm not adding to the story. What if my dad? Like I, there is just what if because my dad's in the situation. Yeah. There is like. I you tell know. you, make a, for a hell of a story <laughs> in, in Vegas on the odds of them, of your dad dying on Vic's death day. Right, exactly. People are like, oh, Being this my is, life. we right. got to make this happen. Right, right. <laughs> right, it's like, and, that, and then there's that part of the thing where it's like, oh, of course, Jamie's going to have this happen <laughs> yeah. on this day. Yeah. And then, you know, and yeah. of course, so there's that. That's a that's a part of the story that I'm having sure. to watch also. 
I mean, but, I was quite aware of it. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, course. I think even I think mo- so much people. so that I, and this was completely unintentional, I had nothing to do with Vic or your dad, but I posted mm. on that day an old <gasps> an old post that we all die. I love that. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I thought that you might have done that in response. I don't know. I, thought, I mean, not, no, I mean, not, but again, what's conscious and what's not. Like right. Something led me to it, and then it was like, oh, wow, okay, well, this is like uber appropriate for However everything. it worked out. Yeah. That was just really, that was really cool, actually. I, I, I was sitting right here on the couch, and I saw that, and I thought that was really I'm glad that that amazing. could be like, you know, to someone with a level of sensitivity that isn't kind of where we're at as we're discussing mm-hmm. this ability to accept the fact that people die. Mm-hmm. They sometimes die right now yeah. or 10 years from now. And it's like, yeah. it's a part of it all. And it doesn't bum us out. It doesn't really like weigh heavy on us. If anything, we've visited the other side to a certain, or at least I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like I think we'll be okay when we're dead. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what I feel like. I, that's the, that's that, really that what I, I could believe, post something, uh, like that and for it to be received mm-hmm. in a way like you didn't text me and be like hey man this is kind of shitty my dad's in the hospital oh, right you know not cool oh, right <laughs> exactly god isn't that great yes. like, we have that kind of friendship that's yes, amazing 100%. i mean we're living next door you put out a post it goes out to hundreds of thousands of people and it's like so specific to what's going on with me it's intimate yet it's like art yet it's like everybody's <laughs> right, totally well, it's that's, so cool that's one of the, two, one of the uh, targets i try to hit <laughs> yeah well it's it's a great feature of this friendship and so friday is my my i i had the day to kill because hey, oh jesus oh, christ <laughs> Oh man. So, so the day was already kind of like, I wonder what I'm going to do because I had a late pickup for the kids because they were going to their first school dance. Oh, no shit. Well, we'll we'll come back to that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll circle back. Circle back. Um, And so I'm like, this is great. I'm going to be the homeless man. Once again, connected to Vic. And now my father in this position, I, I'm like, I wanted to travel L.A. with no agenda, mm-hmm. just like Go enter down, in. Skid Row, skid row <laughs> reminisce. See, old, see some old friends. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know where I was going to go, but I wanted to bring the homeless spirit to it because Vic and I being connected in that way, you know, both homeless in the same uh, province, <laughs> 20 years apart. And so I'm like, I'm going to be homeless today and just go around and not know where I'm going to go. And so what I did was I, I, uh, I went, I drove down the 101 and then it was like, go to Shangri-La, mm. like drive to Shangri-La and go bow. Yeah. Let's go to the holy places today. Like go to, you know, go to your places that have been sacred to you over the years. So I, you're talking Shangri-La, Rick Ross's place. Rick, Rick Rubens. <laughs> <laughs> the other Jewish dog. <laughs> no, Rick Ross is the black. I know dog. he is, but it's Ross is like a like. I feel like yeah, it's, yeah, it's a Jewish name. Um, so yes, Rick Rubin's music studio. Uh-huh. Are I, you allowed to visit or just no, cl- <laughs> no? <laughs> Lacey's made me this bag, and it's like for my day, and I haven't looked in it yet. And she's like, "Open this. I, there's a note in here, and there's some things just for your journey." You yeah. know, and so I just bring the bag with me, and I go. I guess I'm going to Shangri La, mm-hmm. and so. I, I I drive there. I know exactly where it is because it was down the street from where Lacey and I met at the at center that we worked in. I walk up. I'm brightly colored. 
um, wearing brightly colored clothes and a beanie and uh, my beard is very long <laughs> and, and, uh, I'm not, I'm basically saying I'm, I'm not blending in yeah. with, uh, the scenery. Um, and it's kind of set on this are saying I come in peace. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so I, um, they, the whole place How do you is find covered. it? Do you just Google the address? No. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if you, I don't know if it's on, I don't know if it's listed or what, but I just know where it is. And, and, uh. Yeah, and so I, I, there's hedges covering the whole thing, uh-huh. and it's like, and it's set on a hill. The studio, and there's like a barn that has a big opening. That if you've watched the Shangri La doc on Showtime, like, like you see this gigantic open kind of barn where they do recording also. And so I walk into the parking lot, which is just uh, at the bottom part of the hill that goes up towards Shangri La, and I'm just looking in the parking lot, and I just do my thing i i do three bows mm-hmm. and and then an engineer spots me and kind of comes walking up and i'm just standing there and i said hey man uh i'm just um going to all the holy places today that have meant something to me um over the years my father is currently in the icu and my spiritual father <laughs> died seven years ago on this day. And so um, I'm going to all the places that have meant something to me that are sacred. And this place is so sacred. So much holy music has come out of this place, you know? And he goes, Oh, that's cool. And I said, and here, and I didn't even know what was in the bag, uh-huh. but I just start to it's reach to give. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> and now he's being joined by another engineer who's this scrawny guy. Yeah. Typical. And yeah, I mean, just a couple of kids. There are a couple of kids, and I'm sure they're nervous also because here's this guy that's shown up and yeah. whatever, you know. But I go reach in this bag, and I knew there was a crystal in there, but I didn't know what it was. And I pull it out, and it was appetite, and which is my father's favorite stone, mm-hmm. and that's why she put it in there. Uh-huh. And it's beautiful. It's this beautiful blue, and I'm like, here, I-, I want you to have this. This is my father's favorite stone. And I feel like the only thing that we can do to help him is to give something that he loves. Guy was so, like, I'm, I'm going on my lunch break, pal. <laughs> I'm here to help people. <laughs> That's fucking insane that you do this kind of shit. Dude. It's like, I don't even know what to fucking say. I mean, I could judge it or I could just be in awe of it. And, uh, I think I'll judge it. So, what, <laughs> no, it's it's incredible. I think that it's like, I mean, to, you create stories in your life. And that's mm. the only way you can is by having experiences that you need to make happen. I mean, mm. things can happen to you and you can have a story out of it. But I think you more so create the stories. So you, you seek them out. Totally. And, and, and with no plan that day. Right. And with no plan of what to say. Yeah. And even no plan of what to say. And then this whole thing is just orchestrated. I'm like the, the symbolism of even reaching in a bag and then pulling out something that you don't know what it is, but you're ready to give it and ends up being this thing that's so significant to your father. Yeah. And then, and then realizing that as I said it, I'm like, you know, the the only way for my dad to get help is is if I give something that he loves, because uh-huh. that's love. Yeah, you know, and and I just said it. I didn't ever think that or know that I was, but it's all just happening, and it's like stepping into the availability of every moment, and that's what it is. No plan on that, and now that's like this great story that I have in my yeah. mind of, and and if I ever get invited to go to Shangri La, I'm gonna go in and try and find the. The, the appetite 
Oh, nice. Yeah, dude. Yeah, or well, the I mean, story. That's, that's or bound to happen. That's yeah. for sure bound to happen. I mean, you keep know. working on your wraps and you'll, you'll get in there in no time. <laughs> well, and here's the great thing. So then the next Wait, that so wasn't the great thing. No, no, it continues and it gets worse. <laughs> yeah. And in but it gets better. <laughs> but then it gets better. Again. <laughs> yeah. So mm. I go across the street. It's literally across the street from Zuma Beach. I think everybody's going to be able to find this place now. Barn <laughs> across from Zuma. <laughs> well, there are clues yeah. through the music that have been made there over well, the I mean, years. I imagine it's on a it's, street. It's interesting. I wonder, I mean, this would be a fucking stupid high digression, but just the level of like security that they would even employ there. It's, it's pretty mellow. Like, yeah, exactly. I it's think like, they had cameras. I think that there's I mean, probably Rick somebody. Rick put a fucking energetic force field of only totally. love can enter that place anyway. Well, so. and, it's, and it didn't burn down. In yeah, the fires. Right, it right. was like, but his house did. But yes. Shangri-La and as this monument and and it and it goes beyond Rick Rubin too because the band as in Bob Dylan and the band um recorded uh some of their it was like their joint it was their yeah. spot and their their name is still written in concrete in the back there and so there's it's a historical place where so much good music was made well that was pre Rick Rubin right pre Rick yeah, Rubin yeah. and then he got <clears throat> it and shit you know shit. <laughs> little yachty's there now you know I mean? going from the band to little yachty I mean come on you know who else um uh monsters of folk you know that I love them yeah. not are they they recently they or they recorded that, that there. there they recorded I want that them to there. put out a new album so I bad know. I don't think they ever will but it was like a good like yeah. all right this is all we get from you guys it's perfect oh yeah. no totally yeah. and that first song that dear god yep. song yep. is just amazing um so it's a spiritual place anyway so i do that and i go across the street to zuma and this is also not a plan but i'm i'm looking at the ocean and i want to go to the fucking ocean yep. and so i want to like the blue the openness all of what it yeah we know what the ocean looks like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's just openness and all that. And then so I go and then I'm like, I'm going to go to the beach and I'm going to pull out the picture of Vic that she's put in this bag and I'm going to hold it up and I'm going to look at the ocean with this with, and I'm going to hold him up there and bring him there. I know that he loves the ocean. So I do that. And if the fucking wind mm-hmm. is just like insane, there's yeah. no one on the beach. It's choppy water and there's I'm getting pelted <laughs> with sand uh-huh. and and it's like a snowstorm. And I go to the edge of the beach and I pull out the bag and I read this note that Lacey wrote me about this whole thing, including who she sees me as these days and just reflects. She just like, she's really good. She'll put that stuff into, into writing form Mm -hmm. and her main love language is like, is, is doing is sort of a lot of activity and the words, you know, they, they come out in this way. And so I'm reading this thing while being pelted with sand. It's amazing. <laughs> and uh, right up the street is where I used to see Rick all the time, where I used to get smoothies. And so, and it's like kind of our spot. And so I go there and I lose my wallet. Uh-huh. And so now I'm in Malibu on Friday and I've lost my wallet and while all this other stuff is going on. I don't have identification cards, anything like that. I'm going to pick up my kids in a few hours. Um, I'm going to need gas and I get in the car and I, my bank is an odd one too. It's not a bank of America or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's like this little mon pa, like out where I used to live in Pasadena uh-huh. or even further. And so I'm like, okay, now I have to, I hopefully I can drive to this bank in time and they can issue me cards or whatever. But I realize as I'm driving, it's like this day, you know, here are, Here's all this going on, and now I've lost my wallet, and I'm still okay. Yeah. 
how people would be beating themselves oh, up. Oh, 100%. I mean, God damn, dude. Yeah, that's On right. On top of everything. A, just like, the worst, worst, worst day of my life. Totally. Yeah. And how many people in those moments who have a lot, like have a relationship even with God mm-hmm. will go like, why the fuck? You oh, know? for sure. You know those what I mean? Those are the ones that do it the most. <laughs> Ungrateful <fucking laughs> Christians. <laughs> <laughs> the ungrateful Christians, not the grateful ones. I, I, uh. I've been uh, not to to steal your thunder, no, but no, to, to to um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess empathy is too strong of a word, but relating to what you're saying. Uh-huh. Re- recently, in moments where I've had times, little things that happened that I could recall, this would have set me off. Mm. Turning it into laughter, like laughter, where I fucking like just to be like, that's funny. Yeah. Like that's oh my god. Yes. Like thank you, universe. You were yes. an ex. You are a. Cra- uh, a master joke crafter. Totally. Like, yeah, yeah. So you just we have giggle to afford ourselves the ability to see the humor yeah. in the details. Yeah, yeah. You know? And and so this is Getting hilarious. folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, I mean, it's just, it's almost hilarious yeah. that I have to do this now. And, and, um. And I, everything works out. It works yeah, out totally. perfectly. It's just like a little extra time to do things. It was extra like, time yeah. and with no agenda anyway yeah. and with the homeless spirit and touching into the whole reason of this thing is like that I used to be homeless. I was yeah. homeless twice in my <clears> life. And now it's like, okay, I have to drive 70 miles to go to a bank <laughs> yeah. um, on my teacher's death day when right, my dad's in right. the ICU. Like. I have a car to do this. My yep. kids are in school who weren't here when I was homeless. Yeah. Like there's all well, this Well, now you just form. have now a checklist of gratitude out of an incident that happened to say like, well, what do I have in the face of a lost wallet? Well, totally. a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just it. what I'm noticing is, and I said it to you when I saw you a couple days ago, you know, we hugged and then you're like, how you doing? And I said, you know, I'm just not adding more to the story mm-hmm. and I'm not taking anything away from it. It's just what it is. Like I said here. Yeah. And, and, and I said that out loud and I realized that that's really what the piece is. Even though there is immense, I was fucking in such over the last couple of days, just in an appropriate amount of sadness. Sure. Not because like of any, just the, the situation, my dad's like, sedated and he's been sedated he doesn't know what's happening to him yeah and and a machine's breathing for him and i felt like god if there's any if there's any time to take seriously and to feel all the feelings of well good i'm glad that you felt some sadness because if you hadn't we'd all be a little concerned (laughs) yeah yeah you go and but it's nice to be like this is the right feeling yes appropriate this is you know like and and to not get lost in it or to i mean or whatever if you want to lose yourself in it but it is that that observer thing that you know i don't need to tell you about but just that like okay yeah this is something happening sad got it yeah (laughs) yeah well and and it's that kind of like humor also i have a friend who's in this really big band and he was talking about that he had to like that the band had to let a, a band member go and and uh and that they were like a family, and so it's really like the person's in immense sadness. And I was like, "You mean there's an opening in your band?" <laughs> and <laughs> and that it, was man. my that's text. my fucking love language. Yeah, <laughs> totally. You know, like God, it doesn't it doesn't feel good. At least for me, it doesn't feel good to say like like even I think the conversation that we had around 
uh, your your father being ill yeah. came in like the weirdest form. I was in I was in Orange County with Daylou. We oh, went yeah. to go to oh, Not- yeah. we went yeah. to Knott's Berry Farm, which was like kind of a, not a spur of the moment. I had it planned. It was like Viana was being out of town, and so I wanted to do something special with Daylou. So we got a hotel and 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 which is just like the worst place in the world. Oh, though they're just like it's so hard to bad. imagine you there. Really, it's just hard yeah. To, yeah. Um, the well, whole yeah, thing. So we got the hotel, and then we went to get ramen before we went to the hotel for the night, and I. Sent Jamie and Lacey a goofy photo. Or I said, yeah, Daily and I had chopsticks hanging out of her mouth. And I said, things to do in Orange County when you're dead. And then it it just, it's very quickly, Jamie was just like, my dad's in the ICU. And and it just went and I was like, wait, wait, wait. I think think we got the wrong text thread here. I don't know that this information is supposed to be within all this goofy shit. Your response was so great, too. It was like, it was like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm regretting texting you. It was so perfect. Well, in that, I was like, oh, well, I want to be here for you, obviously. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, like what I was just about to get to when you said the guy with the, the bandmate is mm-hmm. that like you saying your dad's in the ICU and me saying like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Do you need anything? Like, no, like, you don't want I that. I don't like, want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think I was just like, all right, well, this is like I, we can this should be set in a separate thread. But anyway, it was just I thought it was really funny. And of totally. course, obviously very fitting to our relationship anyway. So. Oh, yeah. And the fact that like I could say, I don't wish I regret I regret texting you and that you find that funny. Like, God oh, damn yeah, it. that just means so much to me. Yeah. And that's <laughs> the thing is that I keep finding that. And and it hurts at times too. I have to say, like this whole not being a person thing uh-huh. that I mention at times of like there isn't anything to rub up against. Yeah. At times, that is incredibly disappointing. Sure. Yesterday, I had a moment like that where I was just like, "There is no one to blame mm-hmm. in this. There's no one to blame. There's nothing more to ask. Everybody's in their stuff." everybody's in the the amount that they have and just like that kind of um hopelessness yeah <laughs> you know I, there i am in this in the fucking teaching of recent of just like give up all of your hope and and see that you're still there mm-hmm. you're still there it's all still happening you're cared for by this world and in this the thing is is like you're right i don't want people to conform and into their hospitality worker that that platitude i don't want them oh i don't want that (laughs) i want their care and if they're feeling that way great and if it matches great but the sincerity of it and you're this is what life is is like when shit like this happens, we have to be able to laugh. Yes. We have to be able to relate. And all of this is happening at the same time. Like when the the atrocities in Ukraine were going on. Hilarious. Fucking- oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm actually, I would just, just to get. Uh, well, just know. to finish that, like yeah, a yeah, bird yeah, is like, is feeding its young. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, and, and, right, and right, somebody's right. helping somebody somewhere. And yep. all, you know, it's kittens all are happening. dying somewhere <laughs> that you can't be. <laughs> that you can't yeah. stimulate their anus back <laughs> to health. 
Uh, yeah, I'm not. Forget it. I was going to ask: Is there still stuff going on in Ukraine? But we don't need to get into that. <laughs> no, I just feel like not. when there's like not when it's not being talked about yeah. generally, yeah. as things just kind of like eh, we're not talking about that anymore. Yeah, and we'll talk about Will Smith for a little while. Eh, we're not talking about that anymore. It's like <laughs> things are like kind of oh, to the yeah. point again. It's like oh, things yeah. are still occurring. All right, <laughs> like, no, yeah. I mean, it was great yesterday. I was on a walk and I ran into you, and this is hilarious. And I think our <laughs> listeners will find this hilarious. They better. You're uh, and the old hip hop term was coal lamping. Oh, I was you, lamping hard. You were lamping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On a stoop, no less. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On a spiritual stoop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Byron Katie, who's like this spiritual teacher, and her home base is here in Ohio, and it's a couple blocks from our place. It's like an old, like a Presbyterian church, yeah. church or something. Like yeah. a, a very kind of bog standard church with, right. a, chat, with a chapel Stained or, glass, or like the whole a thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's cool. And it's, it's, it's a nice building. And, and I've yeah. never seen... Anyone come out of there, in there, uh, mill about, and there's like offices in the back? Do you see people Prior to the pandemic, Byron Katie has something called The Work, and that's like her offering and it's I, sorry hold on I, I so wish her name was katie byron what the fuck is byron katie is she like a bear like it's almost like sounds like baron like it's of some a title she's a byron sorry <laughs> hopefully she would find that funny <laughs> totally i love you byron uh, <laughs> doesn't sound right without no. the katie does and it byron the only byron i've ever known in my whole life is byron scott from the lakers the winning <laughs> the, that's yeah, a name lakers. that's a, that's appropriate that's a, <laughs> for, a, for a six foot nine black man <laughs> Not a white woman. Yeah. Oh my god! I think you even got his height right. Of course. Uh, <laughs> um, so okay, you're so posted yeah, up on yep. this this place that a lot of people who follow Byron Katie would see this as like a sacred, like a holy place. <laughs> and you're like, no one's there, and nobody's been there over the last couple of years. Like through the pandemic, I haven't seen any activity yeah. there. But there used to be prior. Nobody's to doing living the work. Here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's such a title, isn't it? Yeah. You got a lot of a lot to claim under that title. Um so you're posted up and and you and Delu, you guys are eating berries and it's just these moments and and we should talk about these because you're in that phase with Delu where like and you're touching into it at least and it's it's this ease where you're kind of buddies. Yeah. You're starting to do things around like it's like having a buddy and, yeah. and you're starting to relate more and you have this a buddy ease. who's like kind of drunk most of the time and you're like i tolerate you because i have nobody else in my life but if i had other people we would not be so so close anymore right yeah so you guys are doing that thing that i used to do when my kids were that small it's just just like okay we're today's all revolving around the fucking farmer's market yeah right and daily like a rustling leaf the wind blows so we move down the thing and we sit on byron katie's stairs yeah yeah and you guys are not in the agenda or schedule whatsoever and you look very comfortable and you guys look so cool and 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 so I walk up and and Delu just walks over and hands me a berry, you know. And I'm in all of the I'm in the time I'm in the thing, and running into you guys was so good. And then I told you you're like, how you doing? And I was like, I got this back pain, and you're like, you know that's your dad. <laughs> <laughs> and you're well because you've set up you've set a mystic template uh, to really easily transpose over life in general. <laughs> mystic template, yeah, mystic okay, template. That's pretty good. Um, and you're giving me you're you're the teacher in this moment. You're you're saying a lot of things that you're just keeping me on track with my beliefs. Mm-hmm. And you're at ease doing it. And your your literal your feet are up, <laughs> and you got glasses on. And Daylu's handing me a berry, and you're saying like, 
that this is like uh, kids are tripping. Like it's like they're yeah. tripping on LSD. Yeah. And what was the example? Oh, well, so Dale came over and handed you a and singular you, blueberry. Yeah. And I was like, that's something you do if you're on mushrooms and you had berries. You'd go walk up to somebody and give them one blueberry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And running into you there and all of that, that was like, God, what a life. You know, this is the thing. If you move around while you're in what you're in, if you move around. You mean like you literally say, like go yeah, for a walk? just go for a walk or whatever. Yeah, it is absorb, absorb more, more stimulus, more content, more things that can actually like kind of break up whatever rhythmic uh, trap you're kind of set in. Yes, it doesn't have to be like I think we're into we're we're addicted to compartmentalization because it was inserted maybe 30 years ago as a word. Uh, into the mainstream and ever since then, I think Bill Clinton made it famous, even though it was a word, certainly, but, but he would talk about that and people started working with this. Can idea you say, like, can you say the word in Bill Clinton's uh, accent? Uh, 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 compartmentalization. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> uh, um, so, so now we're just like, Oh, I need to, um, do you mean in like regards to, because I, I think what we, maybe you're talking about is like when I, when I was going through shit with my dad, that there's a certain feeling of like, oh, I should be acting this way because I'm dealing with something sad. So I am in this sad compartment and nobody should see me laugh. Nobody should see me kind of. I don't know. I mean, more like, like we're not doing this right now. We're not, we're not going to deal with this. We're going to push this off okay. here and then we'll find a time for that thing. Uh, got and it. you know, the yes, whole yeah dividing what is right right that as if it's not all just in one big fucking soup pot like here we are my dad's getting his third surgery in a couple hours right now it's as serious as it gets in life yeah and here we are our legs are up our feet you know and i have all the regard and love and care all of that is in this moment as well as humor as well as friendship as well as existence and uh you know, so on and so forth. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking nailed it. You nailed it. I do want to talk about one thing that uh, I thought was 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 just really, just beautifully kismet, and and I'd like to hear your your uh, interpretation of it. But in the kind of comings and goings of of this weekend, and daily was over, and your kids were over, and so mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like that's where we mix, and like you're getting in the car, or I'm walking in the house, whatever. These kind of transitory moments, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, I can only speculate on what was occurring, but it seemed like there was a, a moment happening with Tiger towards the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like you guys were heading back to LA. He was feeling something. And oh, I heard, yeah. all I heard you say was like, I just want to know what you're feeling, which was like such a beautifully succinct, succinct way to just act like, can you just share with me? And obviously, you know, mm. you in a position of, of, of heightened awareness as an, as an older man. And then, you know, daily, or daily, uh, tiger uh-huh. 14, I was yeah, going to get it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dealing with like, Oh, I'm still trying to understand what I'm feeling to, in order to be able to share it to you. So just seeing this yeah. kind of father son moment of like, Hey buddy, it'd be as easy to just share with me what's going on. Yeah. And tiger being like, I'm fucking 14. I can't share with you. So I just kind of yeah. see that happening. And so he kind of walks back inside and you're following him, and then I'm with Daylu, and Daylu's being whatever, four years old, yeah. and, and 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 we almost literally walked both into our twin gates into the house together. Like you were following Tiger, I was following Daylu, and we both went in and into our houses, and just like seeing that moment of like we're oh, both fucking fathers here, yeah. and we're both dealing with other people, like yeah. we have to deal with another person that we create that we co-created. Yeah, just like it's a. Tri- I mean, it's just more than anything. It's just a trip to me. It's just like. Holy shit, dude! And they're so like, I I really don't understand how funny they are. Like, I don't understand because 
they're we're mostly you know you get into the dad joke kind of territory sure. and it creeps on. You don't even know it's there until yeah. you're in it. Yes. You know, and, and, it's, and it's always spectacular. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I was trying to tell them what puns are, you know, over the week. You got to experience kept, a pun. You can't have a pun, yeah. pun explained to you. That's so true. And that's what ended up happening. I tried to explain the functionality of yeah. a pun and they were just like, what? That's and then, funny. and then, and then it just happened. And, and, and I was like, that was a pun. And they're like, yeah. Oh yeah, we know we get it. <laughs> but you know, see yesterday, she, you know, she was telling me about the dance and she was like, I knew we'd circle back to this. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And this is kind of a beautiful thing. Like we're, dri- I'm driving them in after that, yeah. that moment of seeing, of you seeing us heading back to LA. And so I drive back and my mom's just getting out of the hospital. She's been with my dad all day and she's like, I'm going to stop off at this grocery store. And it's like not a grocery store by her house and she's just going there and it's exactly where I'm going. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Oh great. Well maybe we'll meet up there and you know, the timing will work out and, and it does perfectly. And we find her and we just shop with her Mm. and it's a sweet thing. It's like, it's, you know, fun to do with people more often, like friends of yours. You're like, Hey, you want to go to the grocery store? And like, cause it's that you're facing the same way. You're pushing a cart. You're spending the comment on all the stupid shit in there. Yeah. And Tiger's like such a food person that he's, he even has a food segment on his new. Amazing. Yeah. He's, he's like trying regular foods, like not special, like thrifty ice cream. Taste of tiger. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we're shopping and it's a sweet moment. and And she's like, tell me about the dance. And, and uh tiger's like well it was um it was hollywood themed Mm -hmm. and it was kind of like um it's called lights camera fun or something like that and i was like going oh my god fucking white people just get it together you need a a pun writer on your team under the sea dance or whatever that was cool yeah (laughs) that was actually that's better um and then sia bell under her breath she says it to me she's like i don't know why it was hollywood themed i mean it's not like there were drug addicts there Well, dude, that is so Sia's tone. Like Sia needs. I hope that she pursues like comedic writing or doing does oh, whatever the fuck she wants totally. to do. But Both that kind of, of Tina Fey, yeah, exactly. Oh, like, yeah. um, and then the fact that they actually like consume some really <laughs> great comedy, like Parks and Rec and Office and all these yeah. things that I think will train their sensibility. Because I mean, I I got that from Simpsons and Seinfeld, and I'm grateful that those were my two influences. Yeah, comedically, Me and too. so the fact that they get exposed to way more like just a huge array of things that are well tyler like she's she loves tyler the creator uh-huh. right now and i'm just like how cool how much cooler could it be he's like he's a he's funny he's a comedian he's definitely an artist through and through and then he makes this great music and and she's just into somebody who wears a wig like yeah. a blonde wig yeah. thing I find him and a little is like plays with yeah well i mean and but that's he's, the thing. But I, I see him as i'm old, like i'm too old to appreciate tyler the creator oh, and i but i know he's crushing it amongst his, his yeah. people yeah, yeah amongst the seas oh yeah and that's and oh god uh, something happened over the weekend where i got a uh there was this uh they watched this youtuber named darman do you know about darman why would i know about any I YouTuber? Don't, right exactly <laughs> and darman is d-h-a-r man okay like almost For those like dharma like, like, oh, okay kind of but he, i think he's uh from india but he's indian american and uh he has this show that's really popular and it basically like explains um, it explains situations like mm-hmm. here's if you're if you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend that is uh, 
is um, too materialistic and, you know, they'll show you how to navigate those situations. And so it, they'll do a recreation, okay. they'll do a dramatization of uh, certain awkward situations that kids get into and how to kind of navigate that. Perfect. Right? right. So they've been into this guy for years and I got this email where it's like some agent who, who uh, was like, hey, I just saw this and it's very unique and, and I thought of you. It's composer for Darman. Uh huh. You know, like they're looking for a composer. Yes. And so I got this email about this. Start? Like I got referred. No, no. And and uh, and the kids love him, but I I didn't even think about it. And like I later on, like right before they went to bed, I was like, oh yeah, this uh, thing. I got asked to be a composer on this yeah. thing or whatever. And and they go. They go, what? They're like, Dad just casually mentions <laughs> Dino Darman reference. But the coolest part, oh, and I thought of great. you right away, is like, Sia was brushing her teeth. It's like 11 o'clock. Thanks for thinking night. of me. <laughs> and, uh, and she comes out of the bathroom after finishing brushing her teeth. She's like, she's looking down at me. I'm sitting on the ground, and she's above me, and she's like nodding her head, and she goes, Dad, I got to give you props. It's pretty cool that you got asked to do music for Darman. <laughs> <laughs> props. props. I've now been given props by my 12-year-old. And, it and sounded she thinks you're drippy drippy. Totally. And it seems like like it didn't feel like Contrived. she hadn't er- earned the use right, of that word. Right, right, right. It wasn't like, props, Dad, yeah, like or something. Yeah, like yeah. It was like, I got to give you props, homie. Yes. You yeah. know? Fuck, like, man. Fucking I fuck. love those kids so much. And, uh, <laughs> I also get so nervous around them because I'm like an old man and they're young and, I, and there's like some references that I don't get, but I try to keep up like that night that we were here and we were, <coughs> excuse me, we were making a video. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a party going on outside and I was in here hanging out with Tiger and Sia. Um, maybe that's not true. I don't get awkward around them. It's just like, we need, Oh to, my God, we need to like blend in this. It is these kind of moments where we pass each other where like, there's like, I don't have enough, uh, kind of history with them to really like dive in when yeah. we're just passing by so i i just feel a little nervous and awkward but are you were you about to bring up the time that you did the movie with yeah. them because yeah. they just this weekend i feel like they brought those out of nowhere <laughs> to show them again and then sia wanted to recreate she wanted to make a new one. Oh, okay but that was so cool and what people Feels don't like know about ago. darren is like at these at a party where my kids were and all of our friends like Darren went and hung out with the kids and made a film with them and got really into it. And he felt like it looked like I can relate more to these guys yes. than I can being a somebody that hundred percent. Is that what it was? Oh, big time. Yeah. I was so much more comfortable just being like goofy with them than that kind of uh, the way you have conversations with adults. You're just trying to find shit to talk about. And like, it ends up a lot into like shit talking about shit, talking shit about other people or mm. it's like whatever woes and all these things. And with them, it was just like, that was like, pure creativity goofiness just in the in the moment no one's trying to be anything yeah other than like let's be let's have fun yeah 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 exactly yeah well yeah and it was so sweet and we watched the the film again it's uh-huh. like a trailer yeah it's so funny yeah it's so cool that you did that and 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 it kind of started something with her because then she at easter she um she did something with all the kids like she yes, arranged so awesome. the directorial. I love that there's these like tools that that you can just even if it's just you know it's yeah. you figuring out things and 
and also just the, the exercise and expression. And mm-hmm. even if it's not, you know, like Steve's not going to look back that in 20 years and be like, oh man, I was, I had something there. Like, it's going to be like, yes, yeah, your early shit. You're just, fool, you're fooling around, but you're, but you're taking the chance to express. You're, yeah. you're willing to say, I wanted, I have something to say. Yeah. And, and it's, it's bravery, man. It really yeah. is. And I have to kind of remind myself of that, of just like this idea of saying anything yeah. out loud or expressing yourself in any way is a form of bravery. And, and I know it terrifies people. And I think that bravery at this time, when the shit is hitting the fan in your life, the bravery to, to, to make yourself open to connect with people at a time that warrants you not needing to. Mm-hmm. And warrants yeah. you just needing to like, uh, you know, it's like an open invitation for people to feel bad for you or feel for you, feel genuine empathy for you. Like it feels like you're on the take or just uh, absorbing. But, you know, yesterday while I was just in the thick of just not knowing anything, you know, I'm, I'm on this walk and what made me feel better was I saw the, um, I saw the local, there's a homeless guy. The local homeless guy. <laughs> well, there's one right also, now. Also, could you like, stop saying homeless? It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, what unhoused. Is it? Oh, unhoused. Yeah. Okay, so can't a homeless person say, isn't that sort of like. I'm, I was <laughs> a completely <former>? kidding. I'm <laughs> being a, an old white man okay. who's annoyed with the wokeness. I of should the world. be able to say homeless. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I'm going to say it. And if you have a problem with it, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> right, right. So I see him and he looks so beat up. Can you describe him? He's the guy who wears like black. He has like yes. kind of largely black and, and he uh, has that like, yeah. And at times he has like a, he'll get, he'll look like his hair has been yes. cut. And, yes. You know, at times. And, and so we started talking to him. His name's Kyle. And, and I've seen him here as long. I, I feel like the last couple of years. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I used to see him floating around other areas, but Ooh, he's, he's young. He's probably like, yeah, well, he's, well, it's kind of hard yeah. to tell his, how old he is. Cause it's like, that's those things you see on, on online. Where oh like yeah. It's a, a bathtub and a and a haircut and you're yeah. like oh my god you're beautiful yeah not that he looks oh yeah beautiful oh right no no and he's not on he's on, he's unhoused and unbeautiful <laughs> oh instead of homeless and ugly <laughs> what else can we say uh, but he's looking like he had a man he real was i saw one. it was hot yesterday like yeah. it was hot and he oh, was you saw in his him full yeah yes. he wears like jeans and a yes. jacket and things that you should not be wearing in a weather like this and he was just sat by the fountain at libby park just kind of like drooping yeah and when i saw him initially i just you know this is like here's the notion like i was saying like this is my time like maybe i don't talk to anybody Mm -hmm. because maybe i don't want to have to bring up what's going on or whatever it is yeah yeah. all the notions that are there are bullshit Mm. for me they were bullshit what i did is i saw him and i was like and it's inconvenient it's inconvenient. It's going out of your way. And then you're also opening yourself up to whatever they might need. Yeah. And so I'm I'm seeing this as an inconvenient moment, but it's just like the what isness of the fucking moment is to t- ask him, hey, man, how are you doing? Do you need something today? We I bought him stuff before. I have a, a relationship. Hey, Kyle, how are you doing? Do you, do you need something today, man? And he's looking so tore up and he goes, oh, maybe a sandwich from over there. They got these breakfast sandwiches. I was like, "Uh, I don't have my wallet on me, but I'm going to go home. Lacey's making lunch. And he knows Lacey too because she talks to him. And she's making lunch for the kids and I'll be able to bring you something. So just where are you going to be? And he's like, oh, I'm going to be in this general area. I'm waiting to go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. because somebody's in the public bathroom. And he's like, I'm having a digestive issue at the moment. And so he's like having to hold, you know, he's like beat up by life, just as beat up as you can be. And he's wearing a fucking mask. Yeah. Like the courtesy 
He's wearing a fucking mask while talking to me. And he's waiting to go to the bathroom at a public restroom. Yeah. You know? And just that, all of that. And so I... For homeless I, people, those kind of, that is their restroom. So the person that's right. in there is being rude. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Like, get out of this saying. dude's bathroom. Get out of <laughs> Kevin's bathroom. Yeah. Uh, so I go home and... Oh, well, I text Lacey that. And then by the time I get home... And I run into you as I'm coming home. Yep. And we just seen each other at the work. And now we've full circle, gone different <laughs> directions. Work. And we <laughs> and we run into each other. Boom. Yeah. Like, and I go inside. And she's got this whole bag prepared for him. And I take it to him. And he can't even believe. Like, I've done plenty for this guy. Given him cash before. In this moment, in this dark moment, dark for both of us in different ways. I hand him this bag. And I might as well have been Jesus telling him that he his legs work and that he can walk because mm-hmm. he he can't even believe it for whatever reason this hits him this hard that I I was of my word and he gets up and he just looks so torn I mean I'm literally like hugging what most people like he walks towards me and I'm like this is the thing to do the thing oh, of is course. to yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, for sure. hug this man and not worry about Anything else, yep. COVID, anything else, because this is the fucking Christ consciousness moment yes. for both of us. Yes. You know, where we're leaving our weary bodies and we are like connecting in this pure place. And I fucking, I connect to my roots. And I connect to my father and Vic and, and everybody. And it's all here in this moment. And I just walk away going like, that's the fucking thing to do. It's not to wallow. It's not to get sidetracked. It's not to partition off moments and hope that you'll deal with them later. It's fucking this. It's move toward this thing because like the rest of the day and today, I'm obviously healthy. Mm -hmm. I don't think the universe would allow anything to happen in that moment. And I think that, 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 that part of us that's pure, um, you know, it's kind of like I've, I've been curious whether or not like you could really get, I was curious for a long time if you could really get uh, COVID in an ayahuasca ceremony. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it's like, talk about it's a mind thing. So if our minds are all in this place and our bodies are just like, what? No, yeah, you know, right, right. Can you really get sick? Yeah, well, that's been my um, safety protocols, just do as much <laughs> ayahuasca as possible. <laughs> but then a whole ayahuasca circle, a client of mine, like who was a part of this yeah, ayahuasca? Well. So they all got. They are all giving COVID to each other. And I was wondering about the sweat lodge too. I was like, when you go into the sweat lodge like that, and it's just every you're just breathing the, in everybody's the, stuff. The COVID virus is less than uh, mystical and is not necessarily taking uh, that any of that in consideration. Oh right, right. Well, and then the COVID virus. When you say it like that, you say it as if it's uh, like um, some independent existing thing in the universe that like. Uh, like a space or something, you know, you just said an idea like a COVID. The hoax. Look at the world. Well, no, I just mean that everything is up for like, I know. Well, no, if you want to go, yeah, if you want to rise above all of this and get it all. Oh yeah, no, that's what what I want to do. Any of this fucking mean. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I want to do. That's fine. That's fine with me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, we're done. We're done with COVID. So that was like a trip and. All right. Yeah. Yeah. COVID in Ukraine, all set. We're back to baseline. Oh, man. And we are so back to, like, it's, you know, people really wondered whether or not we would ever return. And I know. Now people are sneezing on everybody. (laughs) I mean, it is a beautiful thing to kind of reflect back on, obviously, not even that long ago. And, uh, you know, we may be still saying these things. And to some people, it's just like, it still is a thing. Like, still people still are being afflicted by it. But I think mentally, in the idea, like you said, of us being like, when the fuck? 
I was really losing hope. Like I was just like, oh, we're oh, just yeah. in the shitty time where we can't fucking do anything. We can't hug hobos whenever we want. And like, <laughs> none of this shit. So no, I'm glad, my, glad we're my back. My hobo hugging days are over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless you. You will love this though. And this, I feel I like, hate when you say. And that. this is what I kind of want to. What all at least <laughs> the the uh, the defense will rest after this. <laughs> uh, I was walking today. And I realized every fucking story you tell starts with that. <laughs> I, know. Uh, I think Lacey will even appreciate this when I tell her this, but I have been like, okay, the, the example the other day of um, Shangri-La, mm-hmm. like it felt like, what if I just flipped? If I just broke into Shangri-La? <laughs> <laughs> just some hedges. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you flipped it. You flipped it. So it was, yeah. um, I'm there. I'm keeping them out. Yeah. Well, c- Kind of. Yeah. They're in their thing. Well, I mean, you know, just valuing myself, valuing what I can bring to people's lives. Anywhere that I don't go, there, or anywhere that I'm not invited, or whatever it is, like, it's like they're, they're shut out of me. Beautiful. They're shut out of me. And, yeah. and I want to walk around and practice that more and stop looking for the, invitations in life i mean like let let me tell you as as someone who doesn't get invited to anything it's it's very liberating very liberating (laughs) that's the thing well yeah no and And then i always feel like i'm the most exclusive thing because it's just like wow you can't even can't even you can't even obtain me party of one i'm having a me party yeah uh, well, that's it. So I'm going to work with that. I mean, I remember Stephen Colbert kind of presented this years ago. He was like, I haven't sold out. The world's finally bought in to me. <laughs> it's beautiful. And that's kind of yeah, it. Yeah, leave it on some Colbert wisdom. Um, <laughs> any housekeeping? Uh, oh, I had a thought when you were saying about uh, Darman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if we did a YouTube show? Well, we am should. I, am I crazy? No, we should do it. All right, so think- call 888-4-CYNIC and pitch us ideas on what you'd like to see us do. No, I'm uh, ready to do that. <laughs> I'm ready. I think I'll just start it right now. Yeah, because it's with you and because it would be so natural and because we both want the same thing and don't want the same thing, I yeah. feel like it would be okay, something. Okay, great. All right. Yeah. So do that. 8884 Cynic. Give us your thoughts on that. What's going <laughs> on in those in those channels like TikTok and, and, yeah. and YouTube is that there is like a uh, community is the shitty word for it, but there's like kind of a, there's a zeitgeist nature to it. And oh, yeah. my, my boy, Kevin, who who's like, you need to get on TikTok Cause I think that, you know, Instagram's dead and you need yeah. to, whatever. So, you know, I got <laughs> on there and I do my thing and I really, really enjoy it. But I was like, not that I was expecting overnight fame, but I was talking to Kevin about it and he was like, well, really, he's like, what you need to do is emulate the trends that are happening. And I go, what? Well, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So, I'm, so I won't that. be famous on TikTok. Right. Where the people like kind of, lip, I don't know if you ever see it maybe somewhere else, but people like lip sync uh, audio yeah. tracks of whatever yeah, someone else I, is no, saying. No, I would never fucking do that. Oh, just say your own shit. Unless we did a one where I'm you and yeah. you're me. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, Flip it on Something like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. So I think with kind of in regards to that not following trends and, and not that we've ever felt that need. And so I think you're not necessarily referencing the contemporary nature of these channels. To me, it's just like, Oh, this is just a way for you to be like, Hey, we're on, we're on this chat. We're on YouTube. Like, it's yeah. not like we're, it's a YouTube show or like what, like whatever. So yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll mull it over. I'll smoke some more weed and uh, think I'm, about it. But. I'm ready to take this relationship to the next level. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're certainly ready for some fucking ad sponsorships. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. All That's right. That's it. Uh, all the love to your dad. Uh, for those of you who pray or believe in any of that bullshit, send some. <laughs> send your. Send some to Jamie's dad. <laughs> yeah. We're all prayed up, but we'll. we'll yeah. yeah, but we're. Oh, sorry, we're not accepting anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're all prayed up. No. <laughs> no. In all seriousness, yeah, he's in it today, and yeah. hopefully, in the next couple of days, he'll be off the machine if everything goes well. Fuck, I really appreciate um every, everyone who has known even slightly about this or been following it as it unfolds on instagram or just throughout the course of the show yeah you know thank you so much i know that there's a lot of people who send things and have regard that don't reach out to us that are are doing things you know and and holding conversations about what goes on in this show and that that just we never hear from and yeah and and so to all you also you know i pray for you all every morning so um you guys all owe me no i'm just kidding <laughs> no i, I just do, thought I what's do the anything. weirdest thing i don't do anything for you guys so um, <laughs> we're even <laughs> i do picture the 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 misty city community and the leader community in one of my rounds of prayers i like try and see this big ocean of people that Ooh, i've never weirdos. met yeah, yeah. Total weirdos <laughs> <laughs> well we love you weirdos yeah um yeah. thank you so much for your support and uh, we'll see you next time love you man. Yeah.